Hello and welcome everyone to Gunpowder Treason No Plot. I am your DM and host, as always, Adam Cookson, and I am joined by my three regular co-hosts, Matt Dennis, Flo Dennis, and James Bunkle. Hello! Hello! Rage quit! Rage quit! Uh, Don't want to do this now. <laughs> Hello! Um, I'd like to add just just before we kick off, I'd just like to say a little kind of disclaimer. I, I noticed in listening back that we weren't perhaps our usual chipper selves in the last episode. I think that's probably the um, the most disheartened we've been as a party since we started <laughs> this pod in a single episode. So yeah, a- apologies, we weren't uh, perhaps quite as chipper in the last one. We will try and rectify that in this one if Cookson stops cheating. <laughs> I I am not cheating. I am merely giving you all fodder for your characters so that you can channel that into acting brilliance for our listeners out there. Is and that what I you think? Call it? Yes, and I think the best way to do that is to give you suffering because suffering <laughs> comes greatness. <laughs> so as I tore the skull off of R four and ripped out his central processing unit, as I sprayed acid upon Rurik, and as I continue to eat Mr. Fate alive, I hope you all learn from this, and it makes you better. Stronger. Faster. Possibly. More full of hate. That too. I mean, we're just becoming more Cookson, aren't we? Let's be honest, that's what always happens in Cookson's DVD. It's just all the rage. (laughs) Good, good. Let the hate flow through you. (laughs) Alright, mate, stop trying to read me the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. (laughs) <laughs> but it's a really good story. You don't want to watch this theatre. Listen to me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's just a fancy light show anyway. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, they will be reprising their roles as Tommy Hawkins, our gunslinger rogue, Sophia Landrin, our fighter cleric, and Dick Fate, our half-orc barbarian. And yeah, last week was uh, painful. Um, the fight with the Migo continued, or I guess got into full swing, as they took the fight to you guys pretty hard. These alien monstrosities from beyond the stars are not easy to put down. They're vicious, they tear people limb from limb, and turns out they also steal brains, as our four learnt to his uh, unfortunate demise, as our poor robotic friend is now a lifeless clockwork husk on the ground you did take some vengeance though you killed two of in fact three of the migo scouts one of them has gotten away unfortunately the one with um r4's brain to who knows what devious end and you're left with the larger migo the one i identified as a warrior the one that's seemingly far more geared for combat it's heavily armored when you do manage to hurt it it hurts you back with these acidic spores that it sprays out from itself and dick fate has been rather valiantly holding his own against this creature kind of stopping it from going after the rest of you because i think as we've uh, seen from the sort of damage it deals out if he wasn't there soaking it up the rest of you were going to be in a lot of trouble but he's done his job but he's on his last legs and um after the round that we ended on He's on, I believe, eight health out of 152. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, that, and that's with taking pretty much half damage on everything. Yes. yes. <laughs> that's what's most worrying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't fancy going toe-to-toe with this thing for too long. I'm hoping we can take it down. It fucks off or something. Or else we're 
pretty much dead. Because let's be honest, this is the one that's geared to combat, not the other ones. Not the other ones that fucking smoked our asses. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no one. <laughs> this one. <laughs> they were just the fucking chaff to get through. Jeez. Oh, yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess we're going to jump straight back in. So uh, let's cue the music and roll some dice as this fight continues. Last round, the Migo tore into Dick Fate, but it is the sole remaining alien creature on your airship. The ground is littered with dead bodies, both of its allies and, unfortunately, yours. Rurik is on the ground. His face is partially burned from acid, and he is covered in just devastating wounds from his own uh, combat. He's on one failed death save, and he has two left before... His breath goes out. Sophia, I think you're probably the most healthy, and it's your turn coming up now. You can see Dick Fate is grappled by these two massive crab-like pincers that the warrior has. Tommy has rushed up and is trying to provide some support with his rapier, but it's not doing that much damage. And Rorik is on the ground in front of you, eyes closed, face burnt. You see a bit of his beard has come singed off. What do you do? Burnt face man, isn't he? Um, yep. Right. How far can I get dragging him along? So, I believe for dragging, it basically, we'd rule it like grappling and pulling a creature with you, so you can move your half speed as long as you kind of grab a hold of him and pull him. Thank you. So you can take your action to effectively grapple him and then move half speed away and you can drag him with you. Right. Um, 15 feet. Could I. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. get as far away as we can. Um, yeah, into that kind of square corner. So, so pull, pulling, there. pulling back towards the cabins of the ship. Yep. Yeah, Take him away. Come on, Rip. There we go. Um, that is my action. Yep. You, uh, as this creature is focused on Dick Fate and seemingly trying to uh, put an end to this fight, you just managed to sneak Rorik away. Dragging his like heavy, heavily armored form with him, like you can see, this man—he's a fighter. He's still even holding on to his hammer, like in a death grip. This—he wants to get up and rejoin, but he's—he's he's fighting, uh, fighting with death itself at the minute. Right, so I can't move anymore. He is twenty-five feet away from me. Looking at my spells, um, beacon of hope—that gives me. Oh, wait a minute, that's an action piss and or shit um you got anything in the way of bonus actions that could um could stabilize Rurik at least so he's not on death saving throws anymore I'm at too many spells guys and none of them very good healing word that's a level one bonus action let's do that shall we sounds good uh, cast six that's all right yeah. She daff him up with a little six, and hopefully that's, that yeah, means he's out of um, death saving throws, which is, which is what we need right now. Is that most Jeez. I could have given him? I think that is. Mm, okay, so you kind of drag Rorik to the corner, and all the while you're doing this, you're just whispering a, a little prayer to Clembor the whole way, and you see just a, a flow uh, you know of what? that For that kind energy. of kind of that, with that extra healing, I mm. pray to all the gods. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... Gee. <laughs> you got one d four. Does that 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 does include? It's one d four plus the extra three that you get for. Um, sorry, can I just check? 
Yeah. 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. 1d4 plus 3. Because you also get every time you're a healing cleric, aren't you? We, we, sorry, I'm, I'm interjecting here because you were looking through um, your character before. Life yeah. cleric, I think, isn't Oh, yeah, life clerics get bonus to their healing abilities. Yeah. Ansir was had that same thing. Um, uh, I can I regain points that I don't need. Uh, when you cast a spell of first level or higher that restores hit points, you regain hit points equal to 2 plus the spell's level. So, plus an extra 3 on top of that. Oh. So he gets another three hit points. Right, getting that. Uh, Blessed Healer, beginning at sixth level, the healing spells. Okay. That's in your. I think you're a level six cleric now. Yes. I yes. think you are, because, yeah. So there you go. It's, it's under um, uh, life domain. Yeah. No worries. On roll 20. Actually, Blessed Healer heals you, it's not life. him. Oh, no, it does. You're right. Damn but. It. I didn't but want to, they say. You do have. I think what might be what you're thinking of is Disciple of Life. So also uh, that level, that your healing spells are more effective. Whenever you use a spell of first level or higher to restore hit points to a creature, that creature regains additional hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. So in this case, three, because you have yes. to level one spell. And and you so, would have got that, you would have got three back to yourself but as well at the same time because of Blessed Healer, but you don't. Mm. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but you're full. So oh. you're good. But yeah, yeah. So sorry, I was I was reading the wrong section, but I was I was on the right Great spirit. You're there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In the in spirit. Yeah. Cool. cool. So you uh, whisper sweet nothings to Rorik, and he is feeling much better. You see his eyes start to slowly open, and his breathing is still ragged. His face is a bit of a mess, but he's covered in blood, both his own and the uh, Migo that was killed next to him. But he's alive. We've saved his life. Dear Clempor, uh-huh. I, I know he follows the wrong god, and he's a bit of a dick, <laughs> but, but right but now, we need him. <laughs> okay, which means, Tommy, it is your turn next. It is. Right. What am I going to do? I am going to do some attacks with my Flame Tongue Rapier, which I know doesn't do a lot of damage, and I know it's also going to mean we get, oh, we're going to get spored back, aren't we? But Rourke's not going to get spored back. Can I can I circle around and then circle back? As long as you don't step out of his range, sure. So I can circle around to here, and then with my my ring of renewal, which I think I don't think I've used before yet in the pod. And for those of you who want to go back, uh, quite a considerable number of episodes, potentially to around the start of arc two. That's when I got it, and um, uh, it basically means that once per day, as a bonus action. Focus the ring to project the healing aura around yourself. Any creatures of your choice within 10 feet, including the ring bearer, gains 3d6 hit points. So uh, that should mean that Dick Fate gets 3d6 hit points and Frodo does as well, being the ring bearer. <laughs> right, <laughs> let me let me slap that down then. So 3d6. So uh, I, 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 I uh, raise my ring into the air and shouts, um, heal? I don't know. I was thinking of something cool, but I can't really think of anything. Um, By the power of skull. By the power of grey skull. What's the Captain Planet one? I don't know. Something like that. Uh, Captain Planet, he's a hero? Yeah, something like that. They always raise their rings in the air, don't they? I don't know. It's been about 20 years since I've seen that. Uh, I do eight hit points of healing back, which is not a lot, but it is something. It doubles um, my man Dick's. Yes, it does. It does indeed. (laughs) It gives you eight back as well. Yay! 
I mean, it wasn't that wasn't the reason because I'm I'm still looking okay, but still, hey, it's something. Yeah. So you uh, raise your hand in the air, and I don't know. Sometimes in desperate situations, you get moments of clarity, and this is something you haven't used possibly ever. Maybe once when you first got it, but in this moment of desperation, you raise the ring up and project this golden aura around yourself just for a brief moment, and Dick and you feel a lot better. Nice. Alright, well that is... that's my bonus action, so I'm gonna circle back round again. So I've I've got advantage again with my, um, my big green buddy over there, and I'm gonna start slapping him with my rapier. Actually, I'm not gonna slap him because that would imply a side, like a swipe, which is not a great idea with a rapier. I'm gonna start stabbing at it in, um... Mm-hmm places that look like they might do considerable damage so with advantage i do a 30 to hit 10 points of piercing eight points of sneak attack damage and nine points of flameo damage okay nasty little hit there and uh, i need both you and mr fate to make me a dexterity saving throw of course you do as you stab into this creature again and it releases a horrifying wave of spores out that just burn your skin at the touch. You, your skin is like blistering and growing red. It is nasty. Uh, that's a 12 from Tommy, so not the best dexterity roll again, but he was too busy focusing on his ring. Okay. And a 16 I see from Mr. Fate there, which yep. is good enough. So you would have taken seven points of acid damage. Uh, so tell me you take the seven, but Dick, you take half and half again. Hey, I'm still one up from where I was before, so that's all right. Yep. Okay, and let me do the same again. I'm going to focus on a different point now in the hope I can maybe do a little bit more damage. With advantage, a 30, only eight points of piercing damage this time, and three points of fire damage. So not as good a spot, maybe a little bit more armored. Did you try to uh, go with the same sort of flurry that you went against the smaller creatures, but you're finding this one is much hardier, and it's, uh, it's unimpressed by your stabbing, but you do hurt it. That's kind of all I can do right now. Okay. I think that's it. That's my yeah, attacks and bonus action, and I can't action surge because I've done it already. Hmm. Right then, I really Mr. Really wish Fate. we had more of those. Oh yeah. <laughs> action surges are class. Do you ever class. get any more of those? I don't think actually. so. I don't oh, think so. Be, that would be cheating, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, with, with some of the spells you can cast later on, fighters do kind of fall off a little bit in terms of damage dealing. Mm. It, w- As it would we be can something. See. Yeah, it, w- it might be something to keep them in the fight a little bit more when you get to the the higher levels. But I don't know. It, it, you know, see, seeing as barbarians can um, rage so many times uh, yeah. by the time they get later on. Yeah. Play a um, samurai, you get an absolute shit ton of attacks as a fighter, from what I remember. Yeah. Ooh, yeah is I, that I think a that... subclass? It is. Yeah. Oh, that's my next character then. <laughs> oh, well. we, we, we weren't thinking of next characters. Of course not. We, we have every confidence we'll survive this fight. Yeah, oh, you'll be good. <laughs> every so... confidence. <laughs> so, Mr. Fate, you are still kind of held on to by this creature. It's got one of those massive pincers around you chest kind of crushing your ribs making it hard to breathe and i believe you're holding your uh, orcish axe of uh, clan ogresh in your hands at the minute i am what are you gonna do with it well there's only one real option uh i'm gonna have to keep trying to kill this thing so yeah i'm just gonna, I'm gonna take a swing at him 
I've got flanking as well, so do I get advantage? You do indeed. Yay. A 27 with 8 damage, so not great on the damage, but 27 at least is a hit. Ow. Uh, 27 is indeed a hit. You bury that uh, great axe into this thing's uh, front carapace, and you see it crack a little bit under the pressure. I, I, I missed yeah. Divine Smite. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just pumping up like 40 damage into you now. But, <laughs> alas. Um, and then I'll uh, I'll take another swing. And this time only a 17, but again, 8 damage. Unfortunately, a 17 is not good enough. You try oh bring the axe back and slam down again, but it moves its uh, large shoulder into the way and kind of takes the brunt of it on a much heavier armored piece of its body, and your axe just kind of clatters uselessly against it. Uh, unfortunately, that's all I can do, as I have no, I have no other abilities at this moment in time. Mm. We need to give you a, a bonus action ability thing. Maybe you can have that ring that I just used. That might be handy. Maybe. We'll see how the rest of today goes. Mm. <laughs> see if I survive. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, didn't put it like that, but but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, it is Rorik's turn next, and as he pushes himself back up to his feet, what's he going to do? I think... Let's see what options has he got. He has cast a few spells already, so he's not quite as uh, free on what he's uh, got in the tank. Go, Rorik, go, Rorik, go. There's too many spells that begin with a C. Find the one I want. I've noticed that from doing those um, those uh, kind of A to Z things. There are some letters that are very um, very filled with spells and some letters which are completely devoid. <laughs> Scroll, scrolling through C's and D's and things is quite um, does take quite a while. Does indeed, but Rurik is going to cast a spell that he quite likes, and he's hoping, given that he can't do much in the fight right now, it helps you guys. He's going to cast uh, Crusader's Mantle, use one of his third level spell slots, as he uh, clutches tightly against his uh, symbol of Moradin. You watch as this golden aura spreads out briefly, just as like a flash across the whole of the airship, 30 feet of radiance around him and Tommy, Sophia, Dick, you see that all your weapons are now glowing with this holy aura. Great. And any attack you do will deal an extra 1d4 radiant damage. Mm. As long as you're within 30 feet of Rurik, which you are. Nice. It's kind of every little helps for you, isn't it? We're going to have to kill this thing with a death by a thousand cuts, but... Indeed. Now it's... It is its turn. Ah, shit. And the question is, what does it do? Does it try eviscerate? It's not been getting super far with that. Dick's brain hasn't come loose yet, which he's not a fan of. So he might just go all out attack and try break you down here. It doesn't have advantage, so it's probably the safer option for it. So, first up, going to attack with its first pincer. Let's see if my uh, rolls are as good as they have been the last couple of weeks. Dick, well, let's hope to, uh, not. <laughs> oh, they just gonna try crush your rib cage. First pincer oh, attack. Joy. Fifteen. Uh, how's, how's your okay. AC look while you're holding that axe? Um, blah, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Let me check if I took it off. So, oh yeah, that that would be that would be a hit. That's a hit. Okay, thirteen points of damage. Halved. 
by your rage. Halved, yes. So, seven. Okay. Yay. <laughs> okay, second attack. Yep. With the pincer. Twelve, which I'm pretty sure Hey! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then the final attack with those claws that kind of come out of this creature's chest as it rears up. These weird... It's like these green, almost created out of fungal matter hands, but they've got these razor-sharp claws on the end. And they are going to slash across your chest for... 11. <gasps> oh, thank God. Oh. <sighs> Not good enough as you cling on to life. And now this creature's going to look around a little bit and start wondering uh, whether it's in a bit of trouble. It can see its surviving ally has gone through the rift, and Dick did not die there like he was hoping. It can see that Rorik's back on its feet. Hmm. Okay. It's going to reposition itself. But taking its sack of opportunity. It will indeed. Excellent. I shall enjoy it immensely. Gonna give Tommy an attack of opportunity as it starts to back away towards where the rift is open. Okay, uh, do I get advantage on that? Because I, was... um, I believe you would do. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't. Th do I get a sneak attack on it as well? Uh, I think it follows the rule of if you've got advantage, you get the sneak attack. So I believe so. so. Yeah. Excellent. So 23, 15 points of damage, plus 2d6. Sneak attack, which is 9, plus 2d6 flame, which is 5, plus a d4 of radiant, which is 4. Yeah. However, as it's its turn, it's going to spore both you and Dick as you slash it. And it's, as it can, it still, can it spore us again on the same it turn? It can. It's its turn now, is the thing. So it's reset on his turn. Well, it, it, oh it yeah. It in its last yeah, it does, round, you see what I mean? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah. Fuck off. So, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, if uh, both of you want to make deck saves. <sighs> Shitting fuck. Uh, a nine for Tommy. Nine. How? An 18! <laughs> How? Right. God, so that's going to be enough, surely, Bunkle. <laughs> that's six points of acid damage on Tommy, half and half again on uh, Dick, which sadly is not enough to put Dick down for the count. Annoying. <laughs> how, how, how many? How, how much was it? Six. Six. Halved, then halved again. Yeah. So three, then two, basically, because you can't do one point five, can you? Yeah. Good job. I did uh, manage to hit you with that healing earlier. Yeah, I'm yes. so annoyed he's alive. He was definitely going down. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. That's the Migo's turn. As it starts to uh, raise some questions about its own mortality. <laughs> Sophia, it is your turn. The Migo is actually scuttled out of sight from you, so if you wish to do anything against it, you will have to move. Yes. Okay. Um, what? what just... Have you actually attacked it with anything yet? I used my sword. Oh, you did, so you did. You've I got your think so I will have to move, I will have to drop if I want to do my plan. What's your plan? My plan is to use an acid arrow and a radiant arrow, and then a shield of faith bonus action on Bunkle. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That was my plan. That's 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 a full-on round, that. Because <laughs> I've thought it through for the first time ever. I think that'll do. That'll do. Sounds sounds yeah. sounds solid to me. Right. Let's move over. Okay. Right. Let's drop my sword here. 
get my bow out. Do a... Let's go with a Radiant Arrow. With Zan's Resolve. <sighs> Trying to find a gap. Please find a gap. 14. Oof. The arrow goes wide as this creature kind of ducks down and that arrow goes sailing over the side of the ship off into the plane of air. That's an expensive, expensive hit. Right, let's go with acid. Come on, you motherfucker. 22 plus 13 acid damage plus 4 radiant from Rurik. Uh, it's D4 radiant. So uh, Oh, sorry, D4. yes. Damn it. Come on. Four! Motherfucker! Hey. Calling your shot. How's rate acid damage? Well, a 22 does hit, and despite this creature seemingly having acidic spores, acid does burn through its plant-like yeah. inner quite effectively. So yes, it takes full damage from that. Hey. Acid so arrow happy. explodes on it. That was 50 golds worth of fucking out. Well, 100, <laughs> including the one that went fucking nowhere. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry about that. That's that sunk cost fallacy. Yes, that's gone now. Let's... <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm so happy. Yay. I'm so happy. Right. Okay. And then let's whack a shield of faith on Dick. Hey, Bunkle, you. you remember those? I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> what should we see now? Fifteen. Oh shit! That's still really low for you. Hey, but it, he he survived around. <laughs> yeah, it's because my comic my, my con is damaged, isn't it? So yeah, yeah, <laughs> quite a yeah, lot. You <laughs> have to say it so gleefully, Coxon. But, but I do. I, I do <laughs> have to say it so gleefully. <laughs> Fine. You um feel slightly bolstered as this grey shimmering armor starts to fall across your body, Vic. It's uh gives you that little extra kick of protection. And I'm done. Indeed you are. Solid round, Sophia. Next up, Tommy. You see uh, this creature skitters away from you. You slash at it. It sprays you back in the face with some acid. You quickly have to wipe it away as it starts to burn and just cling to your skin. It's a horrifying feeling. But your eyes are clear and you still see this creature in front of you. What do you think, guys? Hail Mary shoot it? Or should I sprint in and drop three rounds of stabbing it? Well... Oh, if you shoot it, you have... That's... You can't... You drop your sword, right? I know. I know. Yeah. So... I can put out a lot of damage if I hit it. Yeah. With there's what? nothing... There's nothing to, with, my, with my rifle. Unfortunately, there's nothing to give me advantage on the shot really I, I, I can I could try and Rit. I can move I can try and hide but there's nothing really to hide behind have you got no grit I have grit but I wanted to use the grit for the damage and I can't use grit on two things at the same time so here's 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 here's, here's what my what, what my thinking thinking going through Tommy's head for this second and it's it's flickering past like in a millisecond he's thinking he's thinking I could just drop my swords here I could spin up my gun out with a free flourish. I could focus on. I can increase the, the likelihood of a misfire and double my damage on it. I'll still get sneak attack because um, Dick's within five feet of it. Do that. Yeah. Go do that. 
Go for it. We're telling you do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they ignore it. No, 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 no. Because, because, because I'll still have a bonus action. Okay. So here's here's what I'm going to do. I will do that. But I still have a bonus action, and I can move now 40 feet because of the um, feet that I've taken. So I'm going to. Right. I'm going to move up to here. Okay. Which is 20. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hit it with my bonus action. Okay. Um, With my offhand. I'm then going to not take an action to disengage, I'm just going to move away. Because it doesn't get an attack of opportunity on me if I hit it once in a turn with the feet that I've got. Which I can read out in a minute if you like. Move okay. away 20 and then take the shot. Maximising my efficiency in this round. Okay. Okay? Hey, do that. Okay. Do something. Let's do that. Right, okay. So I'm going to move <laughs> in to 20 feet to here, which should give me um, advantage on the bonus attack attack uh, with... Yeah, with the rape, flames on rapier, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, so that's a 31, 12 piercing, and 7 damage. Sorry, yeah. an addition 7, because it was a crit. Um, then I'll put the sneak on this, because it doesn't really matter, because the sneak's always 2d6 regardless. Uh, 6. Um, the sneak is critical. You double Sorry? roll damage dice. Oh, so double. Yeah, Do so I roll, roll two more? Roll two more. Mm. Nice. Uh, so another 10 points of sneak attack damage on top of that, plus 2d6 fire damage, plus d4 on the radiant damage, then move 20 feet away, which is, uh, takes me, well, back to where I was, basically. That's fine. Um, make sure you're still within 30 feet of work, to do an extra... Oh, one yeah, true. D4 of let's let's go there then. You haven't added your radiant. I have. That was the D. That I was mean... the two that I rolled last. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, then drop my swords. Pull out my rifle. It's a pretty last ditch because I'm going to spend grit points um, to double the misfire and double the damage if I hit, which is a thirty on the attack, which is a crit. 15 back-to-back point... natural 20s. What it is. <laughs> 15 points of damage doubled, so that's 30 points of damage. Additional 9 doubled, so another 18 damage, plus another d4, which is 3. Is that doubled or not? Sorry. Um, the Radiant. Saying... No. The Radiant, you would get to roll twice as well, yes. Um, oh, okay. Damage die sh- on the thing. Yes, you would have got it for the other one as well, actually. Oh, so 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 it, it's what let me let me read what it says. I'm not sure if it doubles what I roll or whether I roll double the amount of dice. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Um. So let me just double check that because um, I haven't been so lucky before. Um. <laughs> I do. Well, I'm just trying to find this where I've got it written down. Uh. Here it is. So it is a violent shot. If the attack hits, you can roll one additional... No, one additional weapon damage die per grip point spent. Yeah. Okay. So it's another... So I roll again the damage. So one additional per grip point spent, yeah. So you'd roll that damage again, plus the yeah. crit that you got, plus... Another 12, plus the crit, which is the same again, isn't it? Yes. Uh, 14, plus 
the uh, d4 again, which is four. How much is that total? Uh, good question. <laughs> uh, 50. Right, so like calculator. <laughs> Screw this. Um, so it is 15 plus 9 plus 3 plus 12 plus 14 plus 4 equals 57. Wow. That's just on one hit. I mean, there's the hit above it as well. That is, there is the hit above that. Oh, actually, I didn't didn't roll the damage for the uh, for the second d4 on the other one as well. Jesus. Uh, so there you go. There's Plus another an four, extra on four. That as well. Yeah. Plus two. Do you want me to add up all the other ones as well for this round? No, no, I'm I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I don't care for this at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, see, this, this is, this is this... in the process of dying. This this is what this is what happens when Tommy has gone from being really really pissed and making silly mistakes to being cold and calculated pissed now about the, <laughs> about R4's death. Now he's calmed yeah. down a little bit and he's um he's not happy. Yeah, so Tommy, you watch as this creature sprays acid in your face and starts to skitter away. You see it's feigning its attack against Dick Fate, but it's going to run for that rift, and you saw how quickly the other one got away. It isn't too far for this thing to flee, and you don't know whether they'll close that rift behind them immediately. Probably will. So you run up, jam your rapier into its side, almost as a distraction, but it seems you sever something, something important inside this creature's internal uh, organs. It kind of screeches in this twisted alien voice as you jump backwards and pull out your rifle just it's almost like time seems to stop for a moment you breathe in breathe out line up the sights and it's almost like you can see exactly where you need to hit this thing to put it down for the count and you pull the trigger and before you can even register it half this creature's frontal lobe is blown away its pincer it was still crushing Dick Fate's ribs, just falls slack as it, at its side as the Mego warrior collapses. It's over. <sighs> but, um, awful. But awful. But awful. Yes, it's. But Rurik's not dead, and Dick's not dead. It's over. Can I? <laughs> can I? Can I just jump in now? Uh, at this moment, so Tommy, for for a moment, he looks at that rift where the other one went with R4. And for for a second, he thinks about commandeering the ship and trying to steer it closer so he can jump through. And he really does contemplate it for a moment, at least. Because, you know, it's a, it's a funny thing. I mean, if you told Tommy kind of a year ago that he'd care as much about a machine I mean, yeah, maybe his guns and stuff, but but that he'd care as much about a machine as he would about a member of his gang or a friend. He would, yeah, he'd have laughed at you. But you know, it's it's not quite as bad as losing, say, Valmin or you know, or Sophia, maybe even Dick now. But still, it's it hurts. It hurts. So instead. He walks up 
to the Mego Warrior, and he's just going to start hacking away at its kind of head, whatever it counts as its head. Hack and hack and hack away at it. And he's going to pick it up, mangled. He's not caring about whether this is a trophy anymore, particularly. He's going to pick up this mangled head, and he's going to stride towards the very front of the ship and hang it as a trophy on the bow of the ship. And then after he's done that, take a step back, kind of hands sticky with its gore, walk back and drop down on his knees next to R4. And if you were looking closely at him, you'd see a trickle of a tear rolling down his bruised and bloody cheek. So I'm going to give him a hug. Well, Sophia, I'll say this as you watch that little moment unfold. Um, obviously Tommy's in a lot of pain right now you didn't really get to see much of the fight of what happened to R4 but you can see his body on the floor Dick is barely holding himself together he's heavily wounded Rurik is, yeah he stood up to cast a spell but he's he's not good either so those guys are kind of catching their breath so really it's only you Sophia who probably registers Tommy's actions and they're understandable he's angry He's clearly grieving, but what worries you is what blade he used to cut off the head. Oh, shit. You don't even really think he noticed it, but when he went to grab something after he dropped his rifle, the blade of Baal is still in his hand as you walk over to him. Um, I give him a hug, but also, like, put both of my hands on his cheeks and then turn his head to see what's in his hand and be like did you mean to do this or is this this is this the dagger's fault again i don't know be honest fear right now i don't give a fuck i'm just gonna pocket the blade put it away out of sight but it re really right now tommy doesn't actually give a shit perhaps perhaps in a little while you might see the significance maybe maybe understand the worry but not right now right now it's too raw yeah. And when you put the blade away, that kind of cold killer instinct almost drains a little bit more and you feel just the sadness, just the, the tinge of guilt, the tinge of it can't be real, all that mix of emotions. I think you know, real... I'll, Yeah, our, our pleasure cruise to the um <laughs> to the plane of has uh, kind of um gone a bit shit, hasn't it? Just just a tad. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all, I guess, probably take a moment to uh, bandage up a little bit. Just catch your breath, wipe away some of the blood and gore. Um, Tommy's probably out of action for at least a brief moment here. Dick, you're a survivalist. Would you start looking through the bodies before taking any action about going to the Mego ship? Uh, yeah, that's that would be the first thing that I, I'd be doing. Um, especially it, just anything of... There's got to be someone to, someone to use. This is an alien race. <laughs> I mean, there's a, a, one of them makes an excellent prow decoration of the ship, I must admit. <laughs> I'll say um, Rorik will come over and help you search as well. And given that we're not in a, a, a time crunch here, as you guys all take a moment, um, scouts don't really seem to have anything. They They just seem to be... Well, they have no pockets, for starters. But they don't have anything <laughs> on them, as yeah. you can see. What's their hide like? I know it is quite 
strong. Um, yeah, so their hide, their carapace armor is quite strong. The scouts, um, even they could resist quite heavy blows. Um, the warrior had a much stronger hide. Um, if you wish to try, take it off of them. Of course, that's a possibility. Mm. Um, whichever one of you wants to try to do a survival roll on something like that could uh, be my sure guess. I'll get do with it. I'll give, give that a go. I mean, at the end of the day, we have a fortress where we armor our guards. I mean, one of them could have some fancy armor. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a roll of survival on that. Go for it. I'll say um, roll with advantage because Rurik is helping you as you go around. Cool. Expecting the bodies and he'll lend you a hand. 16. 16. So mm. you think with the scouts, you could probably quite easily come across armor that would give you similar benefits. But on the warrior, you think this thing was clearly built for combat. And yeah, with a 16, you take a bit of time and you slice away chunks of its carapace. This... um heavy chitinous armor and you make a pretty good job of it between the pair of you you and rorik um you get a good look at rorik now as well he is looking bad and he's going to have a nasty scar on his face from those acid that he was kind of face down in at one point yes um, <laughs> and you yourself are now covered in wounds that will likely be quite bad scars uh both of you went through the ringer a bit but yes you do manage to collect a nice little pile of uh Migo plates Migo plate cool. armor that might have to be constructed or used in some way in the future. Yes, but I'm sure there are blacksmiths that can use it. We do have a blacksmith, don't we? You do? We do, yes. But that's why we can take it home and we can use it. Cool. Put it in the hold with the rest of the loot. Yes. Yeah. And I'll say, um, since you're doing that, you're taking this creature apart, as you're loosening part of its um, back plates... Something drops onto the ground with a bit of a, a thud. And you look down and you pick up, Dick, a, um, a thin sheet of metal that's maybe a little bit bigger than your palm. Um, it's, a little, it's a rectangle and it's covered in, as far as you're concerned, squiggles. Even with your enhanced intellect, your best guess is it might be some sort of language, but it's completely alien to you. Might be magical okay. as far as you know, but it's... Um, yeah, a thin sheet of metal that is oddly heavy for uh, its size. The large warriors seem to be carrying this, and you don't see anything similar yeah. on the smaller ones. Um, I'm going to hold it in the air. Any ideas, folks? Uh, going once. Let's start waving it around. Uh, Tommy's going to kind of, kind of sniff for a second and be like, "Uh, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't." I don't know. It looks like a bit of metal to me. Um, yeah, whatever. Was it on? Was it on the on the big fucker? Yes, yes. It, it just fell to the ground. Um, but even uh, even with my PhD, I I am unable to read this. <laughs> PhD. <laughs> Short, fat dick with a <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Tommy's gonna be like, uh, yeah, "All right. Look, is, uh, yeah. Sorry, sorry about it. Is, uh How's everybody doing? Rorick, Dick, you, uh, you guys, all right? You're looking a bit uh, worse for wear. Um, I think uh, we're both battered and bruised, but we'll live. Good. Yeah. Nothing a lovely night's sleep could not solve. But first, what is this? <laughs> oh no! For fuck's sake. 
<laughs> I imagine you're broadly gesturing to the large fleshy monstrosity that's next to your ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Good question. Looks like we uh, looks like it cost us our four's existence. So let's hope it's fucking useful. You do hear the slightly tinny voice emanate from the creature slash ship, whatever it is, one more time. Um, hello? Hello? Is anyone still alive out there? It's all clear in here now. I'm assuming the Migo portals disappeared now. It is. It's just steadily fading and disappearing. It's now pretty much gone within a few minutes. Uh, well, this, uh, this fucker better be worth it, eh? Yeah, I don't think anything's going to be worth that, mate. Yeah, I know. Right, can we, like, come aboard your fleshy fucking giant testicle ship or what? What do we do? Do you land on our ship? Do you come aboard ours? We saved you. The fucking uh, bug men are pissed off now. Uh, I can just about make out what you're saying. If you want to come aboard, I can't move the ship. But it's riddled with holes. I'm sure you could jump, probably. And um, if you guys kind of go to the prow of your ship and kind of look, it's not a far leap. This thing almost hits you. So it is kind of like side by side with you. You probably could jump across to it. You might want to get a rope or uh, something that anchors it to you in some way. I don't know. Might make that safer, but you could probably make it across. Kind of of boarding plank or something, maybe, that we could could use. You'd certainly find something like that on the ship. Okay. Uh, all in favour? Should we wander across to the uh, fleshy, weird, ho- holy ship? I yeah. have arsed! <laughs> <laughs> Sophia's getting into it. I got the tricorn out. We're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare to be boarded. Right, there must be some fucking rum on this thing. Aye, <laughs> uh, you, um... If you if that's the plan, you can set this up pretty easily. I won't I won't make you do any rolls for this one. This is quite straightforward to achieve. Uh, my question is: Are all of you going across, or are you leaving anyone on your ship? Um, in case in is case that... of gone. I was gonna I was gonna say I I might stay behind. Yeah. I was thinking in case of engagement, I'd probably say me and Sophia go first. Yeah. Uh, just just because yeah. Uh, if if there is something that we have to fight in there, say it's a trap, because we don't know what this thing is really. Um, there's a good chance that uh, Rurik and and Dick will die. Yes. So yes, I will. I will. I, I will agree. <laughs> <laughs> are you giving either of them the metal sheet, or are you holding on to it? Um, 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 I will give it to uh, to them because. If they're going over to the ship, these things come off. It might, it might make sense in there. I'll kind of, I'll kind of pick it up gingerly and have a look at it and say, yeah, it makes no sense to me either. Whatever the fuck the thing is, so I'll, I'll kind of pocket it. And if you, if you're saying with your um, vast intellect that we should potentially um, ask whoever's in the ship about it, definitely. Then, yeah, I will, I will do so. Yeah, save the creepy. Fleshy thingy knows what this is. Yeah, right. I will. Um, I will ask whoever's in the bollock machine. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. So yeah. So so Sophia and I will grab a grab a plank and kind of 
make some some means of um, uh, traversing across to the other ship uh, fairly easily, and then and then we will, I guess, do so. Okay. To be boarded. <laughs> yep, so, Sophia's um... picked up a boarding pike, and mm-hmm. she's tied tied a bandana around her head, and yeah, she's. Uh... I'm all in, guys. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> To be fair, we don't get to do this a lot. And the last boat we were on was shaped like a swan. So yeah. that's true. <laughs> okay, so Dick, Rorick, and Solara, I take it, are staying on the airship, or at least for the we moment. We haven't seen or... Solara. I'm assuming she's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, she's indoors, she's and she had nothing. Nothing came inside, so she'd be right. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. So uh, you um a fast. Avast and get the uh, plank set up, and you start to make your way into this bizarre ship. And I suppose as you make your way over, push your way through one of these massive, like, wounds that have been torn into the side of this presumably at one point living creature. That's where we'll uh, end this episode. I can't believe we're still alive. I mean, yeah. That's that's just so bizarre. Well, that was probably the best roll I'll ever make in D anD. d probably the best turn I'll ever have. So <laughs> I will I will I will savor this moment because I, it's it's unlikely to occur again. That no was... damage. Sorry. I took no damage. What in the entire fight? In the entire fight. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> you are welcome. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's a benefit to hiding at the back, you know. Hey, I was healing. Every motherfucker. Actually, to, to be to be fair, we we would all be dead had you not yeah. hidden at the back. Healed the, the <laughs> fuck out of everybody. Particularly, particularly I was like, Ro- 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 I was like, you get some heals, you get some heals. I mean, I mean, to, to be fair, Columbo's probably sitting there like, like, come on now, come on. He's gonna <laughs> need to start. He's gonna need to start questioning his faith because like a good half of his hit points um, were generated by the wrong god. Columbo's <laughs> <laughs> like. But you haven't even given them the sales pitch. I mean, it's part of the scheme. You report to me that, you know, they report to you. And it's all this kind of, you know, triangular shaped scheme. I, 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 say, I, 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 I'm entirely up for Sophia turning her religion into an MLM. Do you, do you know what? I, I, yes. I, 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 I kind of think about it as, as you know, like there's adverts triggered at like for saga and stuff for old people, like thinking about your death. It's like, you know, have you, have you considered uh, what's going to happen when you pass away? <laughs> Maybe you should start thinking <laughs> about where you're likely to go and um, what happens to souls when they do die. <laughs> Could you imagine? being ripped from your loved one's grasp and put back into your dead dying body well with kelimvor that won't happen (laughs) (laughs) first iteration is 999 subsequent iterations are then four (laughs) (laughs) start saving for your death now (laughs) (laughs) season two apply (laughs) Uh, well I am glad you all survived with only minor casualties we shall see uh, what lies in store for you guys on the other ship very soon I mean all not not all not all (laughs) hey some of you lived that's important really messes up my plans if you all die 
<laughs> but don't kill us then, fucker. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, thank you for joining us, everyone. That was Gunpowder Trees and No Plots. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash gtmp. You can support the show there by joining any of the tiers. You can also go to iTunes and give us a five-star review because that's how people find the show. Also, if you want to uh, just chat to us generally, go to Twitter. I'm there at, at treasonno, and my players are there with their player names and gtmp at the end of it. We also have a WordPress website and a Facebook group, all at Gunpowder Treason No Plots. And I will hand you over to my co-host to say their own little goodbyes. It's Ask Dick! Hello. My name is Dick Fate. PhD, MD, DMD, all the D. And I am the Agony Ant for Varadin. This week, I almost died. I love. I love. The, I, I'm pretty sure that the um, the alternative one for that one <laughs> was <laughs> I'm Dick Fate. This week I died, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you like the backup? Just record that now because it will happen. Wow. <laughs> when it happens, it'll happen. It's all right. Yeah. Exactly. Death is inevitable. Exactly. Right, Matt, have you got your dice? I do. Whoop, Listen whoop. to that. The clickety clack of plastic crack. Wait, wait, do it again? No, your new headphones. Mute that out, Matt. Sad Can you not hear it? No. Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, I'll roll. That's an 89. An 89. 89, right. What is this now? A sword of winding. Uh, hit points lost to this weapon's damage can be regained only through a short or long rest. Ga- uh, rather than regenerated, uh, regeneration magic or any other means. Once per turn, when you hit, hit a creature with an attack using this magic weapon, you wound the target. Well, I hope so. Sorry. Ah, but that's that's pretty sweet. So it can't heal itself. Basically, it's a it's a kind of. <laughs> At the start, blah 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 blah. It takes one d4 necrotic damage each time you wound it, and then make them take a DC 15 Constitution saving throw, ending the effect of all wounds on its success. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds nasty to have used against you. Yeah, let's let's not let's not find someone that's wielding that, shall we? And also potentially a pain in the ass to calculate, particularly if you're in a big combat. Yeah. Wait, so I want to heal myself, but which were, which wounds were taken from that thing? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Let's not. But yay, we, we're alive. You are indeed. And that's wow. all that matters. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone, and we'll see you in two weeks' time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. See ya. Unnecessary Evil is the source for all things evil. Whether it's tips to write a better villain or tips on how to be a better villain. 
part of the Necropodicon Network. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce, easy to listen. Thank you to Sirenscape for some of the music and sound effects you heard during this podcast. They do amazing atmosphere and music, so be sure to check them out at www.sirenscape.com. Epic games need epic music.